1: I'm very anxious to see John Metchie because John Metchie, I really liked him coming out of Alabama, and I think he can be a really good NFL receiver. It's the Ross Tucker football podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. Never do that. Bring it for you every episode, every day. We've got a bunch of podcasts for you every single week. We're daily. During the NFL season, what is that, 23 weeks now? Monday through Friday here on the Raw Tucker Football Podcast. Three times a week in the offseason. However, we're always weekly with the Even Money Betting Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Fantasy Football Podcast, the College Draft Podcast, and Andrew Brandt's Business of Sports Podcast. So you always have at least seven podcasts each week, nine during the season with which to choose, Thursday means it's a Greg Cosell day, the NFL Films legend. Love talking with Greg. We have a series I'm so fired up about. We started it last week where we're kind of doing an off-season review, season preview, whatever you want to call it. Looked at the AFC East last week. Today we're going to dive into the AFC South, which should be a lot of fun. Later on the show, I will announce three winners because we have three winners every week on our family of podcasts. We've got the person that spreads the word via social media in any way, either at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker pod. We've got the person that takes advantage of any of our sponsors, which we love our sponsors like West shore home, like game time, like Raycon. And then the YouTube shout out is just someone that subscribes to our YouTube page and comments on any of the video Big fans of all of them, big fans of Greg Cosell, big fan, by the way, of the game time app. I'm looking at it right now. Tomorrow night, Blink 182 in Baltimore, CFG Bank Arena, $68. Now, like when I was in high school and college, Blink 182 was a big deal. So to be able to see them for $68, how about this? Or you could go tomorrow night to the Rangers at the Orioles. Eleven dollars. Eleven dollars. Even Texans Ravens opener is sixty six dollars. And the beauty of it is with the Game Time app, you know you're getting the guaranteed lowest ticket price, which is huge. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will go ahead and credit you one hundred and ten percent of the difference, which is huge. So I just gave you all those ridiculous prices. It's especially awesome for these last minute tickets. Download the game time app, create an account, use code Ross. You get $20 off your first purchase. So those already crazy low prices I just gave you, you get $20 off even that. Terms apply. So create an account and redeem code Ross for $20 off. Download game time a day, last minute tickets. Lowest price, guaranteed. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, you know him. You love him. He joins me every single week here on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. The great Greg Cosell, at Greg Cosell on social media from NFL Films. Greg, we're diving in the AFC South today, and I'm excited about that. But Shane Bouchelle, the backup quarterback for the Chiefs, played an interview with him yesterday that was on the show that he said something really interesting that I wanted to get your thoughts on as it relates to Patrick Mahomes. He said, everybody talks about the physical ability and the arm angles and all that stuff, but he sees things that we don't see. Meaning, Chad Henney... Matt Nagy, the quarterback coach, he said that Mahomes will see something and they don't even say anything to each other. They just kind of look at each other. And it reminded me, Greg, of when I was in New England. And, like, Tom Brady would would, would change the mic to, the, to being the, the nickel corner because he just knew the nickel corner was going to blitz and we would pick him up because that's Brady solid. And Doug Flutie, I remember being on the sideline of a Broncos playoff game, and Flutie's like, how does he see these things? And it just occurred to me, Greg, I feel like we don't talk about that enough. I feel like, and I don't know, I know they got this cognition test, but I don't know if we talk enough about, and I don't know if it's spatial awareness, I don't know if it's vision, I don't know what it is, but there's something about the best of the best quarterbacks especially, it just feels like I don't know if the game's slower, or they, they just have a line of sight or a vision or a spatial awareness that other guys don't.
1: I was curious your opinion on that. Yeah, you know, well, we have talked about this, Ross, actually. The way I've talked about it, and uh, is, is the great quarterbacks, and Mahomes fits into that category, obviously, and I don't use the word great loosely. Mahomes certainly falls into that category, uh, is they see things and win before the snap of the ball. And and the great ones in this league to be at that level have to be able to do that, because if you're uncertain as the ball snapped. And again, you're not going to be 100 percent correct, Ross, on every, you know, every single time, because defensive coordinators are very good in this league as well as our defenses. But the great ones see the little things before the snap of the ball. I remember working with Ron Jaworski for years and years, and he would always say things to me like, hey, you can just tell by the way a corner is leaning. You can tell the way a linebacker, you know, just by the position of his feet. There are certain indicators and keys that when you're a young quarterback, these things seem overwhelming. You're just focused on understanding the play and the concept and and generally what the defense is doing. But as you keep playing and playing, And some guys have a feel for it and and an intuition for it. And I've always felt Mahomes was that guy. In fact, I remember seeing an interview, might have been this year or last year, where the interviewer asked um, Patrick Mahomes, you know, we asked Andy Reid, what's your best trait? What do you think he said? And I forget what Mahomes' answer was, but what Andy Reid said was his mind. So, you know, I think that that's an overlooked element with Mahomes simply because he's so gifted physically and does have, as you said, phenomenal spatial awareness, but he's an incredibly smart player. You rarely ever see Mahomes flustered in a game, on even on any given play. Even when he moves, it, it doesn't appear that he moves because he's chaotic or frenetic, Ross. It appears that he moves with a purpose. You know, Greg, the more you play and there's
0: no doubt in my mind, you just start to feel things. No question. And sometimes you verbalize it. Sometimes you don't. And unfortunately, Greg, and maybe they just needed more and more reps, but there's some guys, they just never notice it. They just never feel it. And I'm talking about playing O-line, right? And you see that the end is a little bit tighter and the mic is cheated over just a tiny bit and you can kind of see their body language. You know here comes a Mike-Sam scrape and the end is pinching, right? Correct. And, And the offensive tackle can just sit there, pass them off. Greg, there's some offensive tackles you could tell them a million times they still just don't sense that. No, they, they just they just, just go inside. They
1: go inside with the end, and they have no idea what the, that there's a a stun or a scrape. And those guys no can't idea. play.
0: Yeah,
1: they, if you can't process
0: like that, you can't play those guys. Unfortunately, all right, let's dive into the AFC South. I just thought that was interesting. No, it's true, and it's very true, by the way, with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Let's dive into the AFC South. We'll start with the Houston Texans. And they've got a decent amount of of new moving parts there, obviously. they got the new offensive coordinator in Bobby Slowick, the head coach, D'Amico Ryans, the D coordinator, Matt Burke. Some of the guys they brought in, most notably, of course, C.J. Stroud, the quarterback there. they got some offensive linemen like Juice Scruggs as well. A couple receivers, Tank Dell, Xavier Hutchinson. Um, They also brought in Robert Woods, which I thought was an interesting signing, by them. Your thoughts first, Greg, on the Houston Texans' offensive side of the ball and
1: kind of what you're expecting with Stroud in Sloak's offense. Yeah, I would think since Sloak came from the 49ers you're going to see a lot of those principles and concepts. I think they want their run game to be a factor. I think that's one reason they signed Devin Singletary, because he's not going to be the starter. Obviously, Damien Pierce will be, and Pierce has the skill set to be a a feature back in this league. But I think they want to run the ball. They want to have more than one back, just like the Niners have always had more than one back, just like Mike McDaniel last year in in, uh, Miami had more than one back. I think that they want that to be the starting point and they'll want the play-action pass game off of that to be a critical piece of what they do. You mentioned a number of receivers. One player who I I think he got hurt, unfortunately, and he's going to miss some time in the OTAs, and he missed all of last season. I'm very anxious to see John Mechie, because John Mechie, I really liked him coming out of Alabama, and I think he can be a really good NFL receiver, but he's an unknown right now after missing a season, and I think he, as I said, I think he got injured in in OTAs. Um, But you know, they they clearly tried to upgrade their receiver position. Tank Dell is an explosive athlete. He's small, but really explosive and sudden. I really like Xavier Hutchinson. He was only a sixth round pick, which doesn't guarantee that he makes the team. Um, But I really liked his tape at Iowa State. So, uh, you know, I think this offense could be pretty good. Obviously, it all depends on Stroud. We've talked about him. We don't need to go into all that detail. The big question here is their defense. They don't really have a lot of big-time players on the defensive side of the ball. Um, They need Derek Stingley to be able to play, you know, 17 games. He's a really good corner with great traits. Um, Jimmy Ward was a really, really good signing for them, obviously knows the defense inside and out coming from the Niners with D'Amico Ryans. Um, Obviously, they expect Will Anderson to be a factor. Um, You know, the player, I think, who becomes really important in this defense because of the way the Niners played, and I'm not suggesting he's he's Fred Warner because he's not. But I think Christian Harris at linebacker becomes a really important player in the context of this defense.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, looking at their defense, Greg, uh, the thing that jumps out to me more than any, boy, they need Will Anderson to be special and fast. I mean, And they, he may not be
1: that guy. We're going to find out. Um, but, you know, he's obviously going to play right away. You know, Jonathan Grenard was hurt this year but he had shown flashes of being able to play both outside and inside. And, you know, the 49ers had that guy in each of the last two years. Two years ago was Arden Key. This past year was Charles Amenahu. Obviously, both those guys are not with the Niners anymore. But, you know, they clearly like a player with the versatility to play defensive end and defensive tackle. And I'm sure they're hopeful that a healthy Grenard can be that guy. It is the Thursday of
0: Memorial Day weekend, which means – I'll be taking things to the next level all weekend, drinking some Labatt Blue Lights with my friends and family, living life to the power of we always enjoy responsibly beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Greg, let's dive into the Indianapolis Colts now. And I got to tell you, one of the things that jumped out to me about the Colts, they didn't really do that much this offseason from a personnel standpoint. Obviously, they've got the new coaching staff with Shane Steichen as the head coach, Jim Bob Cooter as the OC, Gus Bradley stays there as the DC. But looking at their offense, it's really the same guys. Obviously, they'll have a new quarterback, we presume Anthony Richardson. The only place where there's really new bodies there is really slot receiver, whether it's Isaiah McKenzie or Josh Downs. Other than that,
1: They didn't make a whole lot of changes, Greg. Well, but the offense will be totally different because they'll run essentially the Eagles offense with Anthony Richardson, where the quarterback's running ability is sort of the starting point because that dictates defensive alignment and defensive movement. So that's so even though they don't have different people necessarily, as you said, with the exception of the slot receiver, whoever wins that job, um, I think it'll be a totally different offense and that will play to Anthony Richardson's strengths because that allows you from a past game concept perspective, not to be that multiple because you know what you're going to get from the defense. And that'll be critical for the learning curve of Anthony Richardson. Is it
0: that easy Greg to say they just run the Eagles offense and Anthony Richardson is just Jalen hurts because those guys while similar, they're not
1: exactly the same player either. No, but I, I'm talking about sort of conceptually, the way it's it's, it's put together. Um, but I think there'll be many of the same principles for sure, because we know with the Eagles offense that Hurts' running ability when he's in the gun, which is probably 98% of the snaps, dictates how defenses have to line up and play. And that really creates opportunities, not only in the run game, but in the pass game. So I think just as a general... You know, macro worldview, you'll see a lot of the same principles and concepts. Are Richardson and Hertz exactly the same player? No, but I think conceptually it'll be very similar. Looking at them
0: defensively, Greg, again, it's a lot of the same guys. Quiddy Pay, Grover Stewart, DeForest Buckner. They have Ebicom there, Zaire Franklin, Shaq Leonard at linebacker. I guess the big change would be no more Stephon Gilmore and. It might be Juju Brent, who they got in the second round at a K-State at corner. I mean, it's
1: hard to say that that's an upgrade. Yeah, and, and Gus Bradley, they brought back as the D coordinator, so you'll see a lot of the same principles. Um, you know, Gus Bradley has played a lot more split safety over in recent years, just because the league has kind of moved in that direction. Obviously, when he was with Seattle a number of years ago, it was a lot of single high, but in his time with the Chargers and now with the Colts, there's been more split safety Um and you know we'll see because I think they want Brents as this as a second round pick to be able to step in and and play corner is now a position that is is a little bit of a work in progress because if you're looking right now you'd they'd want to start Brents they lost Gilmore so Isaiah Rogers might be the other corner right now. They did draft Darius Rush out of South Carolina in the fifth round, who does have traits. He's long and athletic, but obviously there are some concerns or he would have been drafted earlier than the fifth round. So corner is a position that as we sit here at the end of May, Ross, that's a position of that's a little bit of a question right now. No question it is. Let's get to the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Boy, they came on towards the end of the season, Greg. Obviously, impressive in that second half of the playoff game against the Chargers and really went toe-to-toe with the Kansas City Chiefs in that game. They've got some offensive tackle issues right now, but they do bring in Calvin Ridley. They yeah. get him now this year after that trade last year to add him to Zay Jones, Christian Kirk. Boy, that's a heck of a under-the-radar addition for Trevor Lawrence and the Jags offensively.
1: Yeah, and Ridley, let's assume he's Ridley, and and even with the year off, he is one of the best separators in this league at the top of his route stem. He is a really, really good receiver. Uh, People may forget that because he didn't play. So they've got a really quality trio at receiver with with Ridley, Zay Jones, and Kirk. Um, You know, there's talk that Cam Robinson will be suspended. It's why they drafted Anton Harrison, the Oklahoma left tackle in the first round, a player that I liked on tape. Uh, I think he can step in and play left tackle. There's always a learning curve. Uh, Two other offensive draft choices that I really, really liked their tape was Brenton Strange uh, from Penn State at tight end. They drafted him in the second round. I loved his tape a lot. Number one, he's a terrific blocker, and I think there's a lot there as a receiver. He just didn't get a lot of targets at Penn State. And I think the Tank Bigsby pick in the third round was really a good pick because ATN is a really explosive back and he showed a little more inside toughness a year ago. But Bigsby, he's a man. He is a tough, physical, urgent, competitive runner. And I think that's a really nice one two combination with ATN and Bigsby. What
0: about on the defensive side of the ball for the Jaguars, Greg? Again, they made so many moves the year before that they really kind of stood pat this
1: offseason. Yeah, and I think the question with them again is in 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 the back end at corner because obviously Shaq Griffin is gone. Um Tyson Campbell had a really good second season a year ago at one corner. Uh right now it looks like Darius Williams might be the other corner. I'm not really sure he's at his best playing on the outside. Um they've ha- they've had Trey Hernan for a number of years. He has significant experience playing both outside and in the slot. So I don't know how they see that playing out. That could be an off season training camp deal as to who plays outside, who plays the slot. But I think that that other corner position opposite Tyson Campbell right now is, is a little bit of a question mark, but, um, I think they've got really good linebackers in Olukun and a Devin Lloyd. You expect him to be better. They still have Chad Mooma who started to play significant snaps as a rookie a year ago. Um, this team has some really quality players on defense, um, but we'll see how it all, it all plays out. Of course, they expect Trayvon Walker to take a step up, as I'm sure as a pass rusher this year, to work with Josh Allen on the other side. Greg, when I look at the Titans, I think
0: O-line. I mean, I, I think they get a lot of new pieces on that offensive line, a lot of moving parts. They have a shot if that O-line comes together. If they don't, it, it,
1: it could be bad. Well, as you know, because you do a lot of work with the Eagles, they signed Andre Dillard. And Andre Dillard is really a left tackle only, Ross, as you know. So he becomes, to me, the most important player on this offensive line. Because if he can't cut it at left tackle, they're kind of stuck. Because I know they drafted Skaronsky, and theoretically he could play a left tackle. But for the, the uniformity of the entire O-line, they need Dillard to be the left tackle and Skaronsky to be the left guard because otherwise they, they'll have issues at guard, um, big issues at guard. So they need Dillard to be the left tackle, Skaronsky to be the left guard. I think Petit Frere will continue to improve at right tackle. Um, Brewer is really small at center, but he's their center. Um, and Brunskill came over from the Niners, and he's, he's an incredibly smart player, but not necessarily a really good player. But they, they might just need his smarts. They still have that D-line now. Yeah, they've got – their defense should be very, very good. That should be – you know, again, in some ways they're going to play what we've come to know as Titans football. It'll still be Derrick Henry, and it'll still be defense, and that's the what Mike Vrabel believes. He believes in the run game. He believes that you have to run for more yards than your opponent. He believes in the turnover battle. You know, I mean, I, I don't want to be stereotypical, but that's a lot of defensive head coaches think in those terms but they've got some really good players on defense uh, where they had to make some changes uh, is at the stacked linebacker position where they'll play Monty Rice, who was a draft choice a couple of years ago. And they brought in um, Al as he's Al Sheer. He was a free agent who played significant snaps with the Niners over the last number of years. So that's where they made some changes. Arden key, I thought was a really, really good signing for them. Greg, fantastic
0: stuff. As always really appreciate the time. Thanks, Ross. Speaking of time, thank goodness for West Shore Home. I mean, I just like the fact that they came to my house, they ripped out both old fiberglass tubs from the 90s, and then installed a beautiful... It's like it's all white, and it just like lights up the room. It, it totally changes the whole decor of the room. You just got to see it for yourself. I've told you guys this before, but... There's nothing like actually seeing the pictures or the videos of the before and after. Go to westshorehome.com slash Ross. You can see my whole thing. Right now, you can get free installation on a new shower or bath replacement, and they'll give you a free estimate. So you want to talk about being one of these uh, sponsor confirmation winners that I'll announce in a couple minutes. You can qualify for free installation for a limited time. Go to westshorehome.com slash Ross. Love those of you that send it over to me. Hey, look, I signed up. I got the free estimate. Why wouldn't you go check out my my bathrooms, see the upgrade they made, and then get that free estimate at a minimum. westshorehome.com slash Ross. Tuck
1: stakes. All right, Ross, not a lot of notes today, although there are some news surrounding both Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes.
0: Well, Rodgers tweaked his calf during pre-conditioning and OTA, which I would love to hear the conversation with the strength coach after that happened because they need Rodgers to be working with these new receivers in the new offense, not pushing a sled or whatever he was doing. Hilarious to me. And Mahomes made some interesting comments about, Money and saying, look, I want to make a lot of money, but I want to make sure we can have a good team around me as well. I got enough money that I'm set for the rest of life. I'd be curious to see what his agent thinks about that.
1: Other news includes the Lions' sign offensive lineman Jermaine Effetti and the commander's tight end Armani Rogers is being lost for the season, unfortunately, with a torn Achilles.
0: Yeah, it's kind of that time of year where we have some guys that get injured like Armani Rogers, and unfortunately they're gone for the year. Hopefully we don't hear too many of that those happening over the next couple of weeks, but uh, there will be at least one or two more. And Jermaine Effetti, I feel like we've talked about him like seven times this offseason. Cut, resign, cut, cut. He's been everywhere. Speaking of everywhere, I love our winners. I love to spread the word winner via social media. How about Chris Rockefeller Grant? Did a Facebook review of Ross Tucker Pod. Love it. You do a review, you get a great chance to win. Sponsor confirmation email winner, Chris Smith. Got an order of Raycons. You can find that on the sponsor page at RossTucker.com. Love that as well. And then the YouTube shout-out winner. He might have won before. But William Dillard is a prolific commenter on our YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Other than that, Have an awesome weekend. Check out the other shows. I think we're done here. For listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Piece, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. You can also go to myfrontpagestory.com to get somebody in your life the best anniversary gift of all time. Or get ahead of the game for Father's Day. Your dad loves the newspaper. He's going to love a story written all about him at myfrontpagestory.com. Check out backofficescheduler.com, evergreen economics, go bangles.com, steakhouse humanheadnyc.com, sporticulture, and my favorite, Pizza Boy Brewing. Have a terrific weekend, everybody.